I know. Oh my god. Oh man. Okay. You know the the one time the one time I get the intro right and I don't hit the record button. <laughs> oh man. We're 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 at it today. We're at it early uh, this early this morning. We are on top of shit today. We're already we're already in the funny zone, people. Already in the funny zone. You have you just don't know. You don't know. <clears throat> Orale. There you go. What's there up, homies? <laughs> I was just gonna say you want to you want to do it again. <laughs> right, take right. two. Take, take two. two. <laughs> we'll fix Welcome. it in post. I know, right? We'll fix it in post. We'll just fix it in post. Like 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 home like like homeboy actually does any work in post. You know, the only work he does is like he 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 takes a mental note of when someone says his real name, and he goes to that time and like cuts the volume down and shit because you know we don't need to be getting doxxed to nothing <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know <clears throat> so so yeah yeah welcome I'm, I'm to sure. the chino and homeboy podcast <laughs> yeah i'm sure people have wanted to dox us you know but hey, oh oh it, like it's dude, all good dude have you seen have you seen our numbers on the youtube channel for the joe rogan uh the joe rogan hot take um, that I, know, made. I saw I saw a lot of uh, I, I got a lot of email notifications saying new comment, new comment, new comment. I'm like, oh, this is this is a really, you know, this is a hot topic. It is. It is. It is. It is. Because because people people love them. Some Joe Rogan. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, anyone who goes after the king should know, you know, you right. know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you know it. It, it uh, people tend to uh, say st- uh, stupid shit from time to time. I mean, I'm prone to it. You're prone to it. Everybody's prone to it. You know. Uh, yeah. It, well, it, it happens. I'm not. I'm not as prone to it as as I used to. I'm a. Uh, I'm a. Uh, call, <laughs> calling our guest tonight or today this morning. Uh, Skid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he has a. Uh, Hello. Good morning. How are you? We are out fucking standing. <laughs> I was just telling the audience I'm uh I'm adding adding our boy Skid from from the Howard back on, onto the show here. Uh-huh. And yes, uh, yeah, we were about to say yeah, he was he was on the USS Howard with uh, Chino and I, homeboy. Uh he was an operations specialist, which means that uh, he was a professional I was a janitor. Breaking- <laughs> no, yeah, ki- yeah, kind of, but also a professional at both breaking my equipment and engineering's equipment. <laughs> well, he, well, he said, I'm a janitor, like, weren't we all? <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? We all were. But him, him he, he was he, more so for him in port than, than, uh, than underway. <laughs> underway right. is when he did his job. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. How you doing, Skid? I'm good, man. Living life. Right on, right on. Yeah, Us too. We, we were uh, we were just talking about how uh, my cartoon on on YouTube got like a massive amount of uh, views and comments because I went after the after King Joe Rogan. 
Right. Uh, Joe Rogan, the the uh, the moon the moon denier. Joe Rogan needs to stick to UFC. I think. I think so too. Although although he has he has changed his views about the moon. I'm sure it has something to do with Elon Musk getting high on his show and like, well, you know, I guess maybe that moon shit is real. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I will say, though, I will say that when, you know, when I would listen to his podcast and he would have Eddie Bravo on. For the people who don't know, Eddie Bravo is, Eddie Bravo is one of the good friends and, you know, he uh, he's an, a flat earther. Uh, and uh, it, they always have, to me, very interesting conversations because i hear him talk and i'm like you don't you can't seriously believe this shit can you you know but, <laughs> right but like, like but, you somebody know. saying the earth is flat right exactly yeah. exactly and so it's like wait a minute hold on now like you can't <laughs> seriously be serious about believing the shit because looking at the preponderance of the evidence you know, there's more than enough evidence to suggest that hey it's not flat god damn it right i but, know i'm like you know I'm like, didn't you have didn't you have a SEAL sniper on your show? You couldn't have him, you know, talk to Eddie Bravo real quick, like, hey, the earth is round, my brother. I had to use the Coriolis effect in order for me to get a, you know, right. a bullet yeah, down rage to kill to kill Al Qaeda. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just, you know, hey, I, I think at this point, like, I never thought I would say this, but I think they well, at least Eddie Bravo, he smoked way too much pot yeah probably i mean you know i, I mean? mean honestly honestly and look <laughs> joe rogan look to joe joe's credit he did he did walk back his statement right in like two right. episodes later he walked it back saying like listen people i'm just a comedian i'm not a medically trained doctor i'm actually an idiot uh i don't know why any of you would even pay remote attention to what the fuck comes out of my mouth i'm just trying to be funny i'm just trying to be funny and i'm like good that's fine. And like like Skid says, I think he needs to stick in his lane, you know, if it comes to UFC, right? If when it comes to him bow hunting elk, you know, comedy, stuff like that. Yes, yeah, stay in your lane, right? Yeah. But but leave but leave leave the medical opinions to the medical professionals you have on your show. Cuz clearly when he had those two epidemiologists at the beginning of the pandemic, he was not paying attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As were 330 million other people i know right. so, yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly um uh, whatchamacallit skid you were i know i know during the the beginning of the pandemic you you weren't as concerned about it being as infectious i remember we were having discussions on facebook with uh, our man joe cool uh about um how the virus was you know not as dangerous as people were making it out to be but because you uh, having been out of the Navy, are now on the front lines of this thing, and you've been on the front lines of this goddamn pandemic for more than a year now, right? You changed your mind when you saw the evidence. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty hard to it's pretty hard to deny something when you when you uh, you sit there and you bag up bodies for twelve hours. Shit, man. Of people of people that had it and uh, yeah, I was wrong. I'll be the first to admit it. It was, it's, I think if we would have handled it better at the beginning, we wouldn't have lost so many people. Yeah. That actually gets it, me a little teary eyed, you know, yeah, like the, yeah, no, the, the yeah. idea of, you know, like putting people in body bags, you know, and that makes you wonder like could this have been prevented, you know, like 
what could have been done to stop this person from dying? Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure it could have been prevented. Um, but I think if the administration at the time would have taken more precautions, I think it would have maybe hopefully cut in half the number of people that lost their lives. So, yeah. And, you know, yeah. and now they're having a problem. Now they're having a problem in India. Yeah. Because they mm-hmm. don't, they don't even have access to the vaccine. So how many of those people, you know, how many of those people yeah. could, could live if they had access to it? Right. And, yeah. and you know, having been to, I was telling my wife this, you know, having been to India, you know, and see and seeing how people live over there and yeah. just how densely populated, you know, uh, that country is. I mean, um, Skid was there with we were, us. Skid was yeah, there yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, we yep. were we were. Yeah, we were in Mumbai and, you know, like just seeing how things are in, in, in Mumbai. People I mean, living in do, cardboard boxes. Yes. In, in absolute By the thousands. Squalor. Like, yeah. Like if you think the homeless problem in, 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 in the United States is bad. Man, you need to go to India to see what a yeah, real homeless like, problem looks like, and the social taking, and the social stratification in, the in that country. Sidewalk. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I was going to get to that too. Was you know, it's the um, never have I seen both opulence and squalor, you know, and like that that social strata that you were talking about, like yep. personified in India. Like you, you you see it there, and it's you know, like like I, like I was saying, people were taking a shit in the sidewalk, and it was completely normal to them. Or you know? chasing chasing people with hypodermic needles. Oof. <laughs> right. I didn't see that. Yeah. I did not see that. That that's a that one is that's something I did not see. That's, yeah. that's savage. <laughs> that was a fun day. Yeah. Man. But you know, like well, I, was, I was saying, you know, I was telling my wife that, you know, like it's it's so populated. It's it's so there's so many people in, in, in that space, you know, that yep. like it it's almost like you, you could you could almost hit your clock to, well, this is gonna happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. let me tell. Let me t- let me give you a sad sea story, uh, and I'm telling you, like this is a sad sea story. Um, but uh, me and my <laughs> homie, the Rev, were out on Liberty, right? Uh, and I think it was like the second day, and I just pulled out. I just pulled money out of the out of an ATM, right? And we were waiting for a cab, you know, one of those little tiny ass cabs that mm-hmm. they have over there. Uh, mm-hmm. And this little and this little homeless kid. Right. Or at least he looked homeless to me. He had like one cloudy eye. So I felt bad for him. I made the mistake of, of giving him a quarter. Like I pulled a quarter out of my pocket and gave it to him. Man, I shit you not. It was like a zombie apocalypse just happened. And all these little <laughs> homeless kids came out of nowhere like, oh, shit. And they had, their oh, hands sure. out. Now they had their hands out and shit. And, you know, a cab like came to the rescue, like, you know, like a knight in shining armor with a chariot and shit. And. Me and my boy Rev got into the got into the back of the cab and the windows were down and their little hands were like reaching into the windows and shit. And this driver just pulled away, just just went, started pulling out. Now, this is a little car, so it's not like, you know, like fast and right. furious and shit. But man, <laughs> those little kids still had their hands inside the car as it was pulling away and they were running with it, trying to get any more change. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, like, I remember that. Damn. Yeah, I remember and, cops and you, like, and you know, and you know where we were going? We were going to go get a lobster dinner. 
<laughs> you motherfucker. I know. We were, we were assholes. We were fucked up. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember cops, you know, uh, chasing away these children that are asking for money. You know, like, uh, it was, it's, it's, it's insane. It's nuts. You know, yeah. like you have, you have, you know, the, w- one of the most, uh, I, I'm going to use the word again, opulent um, hotels, you know, um, in, in the city. And then right across the street is squatters. Like, yep. what? How is this working? But hey, that's, you know, that's the normative uh, um, thing for them. So. More than a billion people. Yeah, and and that's the problem is they normalized it. Normalizing that shit is the problem, right? right. You stop caring about your your fellow people or or when you've been so socially conditioned to just ignore them as as they're not people like you. They're other people, right? That othering, right. you know, of course, right. right? And and we and we we in this country may may have like a problem with homelessness, right? But I think it, we have a problem with homelessness because we see it as an inconvenience. It's like we don't want to see that, right? We don't want to see mm-hmm. the homelessness. We want the problem to disappear, but we don't actually want to fix it because it'll cost us money to fix it. So can you just make the homeless disappear? We don't care how you do it. Just don't make it cost a lot. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> not, our, it's not our problem. Right? You know, they're, they're there for the, they're there because of them. Because they want to be there. Like, no one wants to be homeless. <laughs> Shit. Well, you know. You, you know. <laughs> no one grows up being like, little Timmy, what would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be homeless. <laughs> Shit, I want to be a rock star. I want like... to be a rock star. I want to be a rock star when I was growing up. <laughs> I want to smell like piss and. <laughs> right. Walk like I have these giant blisters. And... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for these homeless people because, you know, I don't carry change anymore. Right. And I used mm-hmm. to give change, but I don't carry change anymore because I pay with every I pay everything with the card now. You know, I, I kind of feel like if, if a homeless person pulled their cell phone out and like, well, I got square. Can, can you square me some cash? I'd be like, fuck, right. yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let, me, let me Venmo you. <laughs> Right? You got Venmo? You got Zelle? Right. And then he pulls out a cell phone, like a better cell phone than yours. Right. Right. Like the like, newest one. Yeah, I'm like, is that an is that an iPhone 12? I'm like, yeah, why are you still using an it's, iPhone it's, 6 Plus? I'm like, fuck it, fuck giving you money. Let's trade no, no. phones, motherfucker. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not iPhone, it's not an iPhone 12, it's an iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro Max. I know, son. right? <laughs> like, I got the best of the best. You know, with the, with that new purple shit that haven't hasn't even come out yet, right? And then he, and he, and he, and he, and he tells us, it's like, hey, have you seen my YouTube channel? You know, can you, you know, like and subscribe. <laughs> you subscribe oh, to me, I'll subscribe to you. There right? you go. Like you help me out, I help you out. We scratch each other's backs. You know what I mean? Let's help each other right? make money. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh man, that's not, that sounds. Uh, that sounds. That sounds like a. That sounds like a YouTube channel waiting to happen. Actually. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yep. God. But uh, back back to back to the Rona. Uh, Skid, you caught the Rona too, right? Yeah, I had it. Uh, uh, pretty much the entire month of November, I got diagnosed Oof. and pretty much missed most of work that month. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. 
Yeah, uh, <coughs> Chino caught the Rona shortly after, like in December, right? Yeah, like end of uh, end of November. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually I felt symptoms like right after Thanksgiving, um, and you know I wasn't officially diagnosed until like early December because you know the I, I couldn't get a test, so. You know, I finally just, you know, signed up and got up really early, went to these, one of these uh, testing stations. And even when I got there, it was like, I still had to wait half an hour. Actually, I was on the phone with you, homeboy, when, you know, when uh, I was getting my uh, my test. So, yeah, you know, um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, I didn't uh, get diagnosed until after uh, the 10 days after. So. Do you guys want to share your experience with the audience who may who may not have caught the Rona? Because <laughs> I know yeah. I know Chino had a pretty miserable experience. I don't know what your experience was like with this yeah, kid. Man. Well, um, actually, during the the coronavirus, I mean, I felt like hammered dog shit, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can relate. <laughs> I I could breathe and I could. You know, I could function barely, mm -hmm. but it was the, it was afterwards, like after I was no longer, um, after I was no longer contagious, mm -hmm. I ended up in the, um, hospital a couple times cause I have asthma and you oh. know, the COVID has, um, it messes with your um, blood clotting ability and um, it has like post inflammatory responses to your body. So I'd have to Shit. get placed on steroids and <clears throat> I had pneumonia twice and it was just, Ooh. yeah. God damn. Well, see, like, did you lose your, your, your sense of smell and taste? Oh yeah, absolutely. How long nope. has he gone for? Did we lose him? I think we lost I, him. I think we may have lost him. Yeah. Yeah, we lost him. Yep. But see, um, when when I when I lost my my sense of smell and taste, um, I lost my smell first, and I um, <clears throat> I, I lost my taste soon afterwards. Actually, no, I didn't really lose my taste because I could, you know, I was still kind of able to enjoy my food, you know, yeah. and and my my sense of smell was only gone for two or three days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, my, my, uh, I wasn't really coughing. Um, and the, the only time I really coughed was when I hit my pen, <laughs> you know, like, I, when I was <laughs> um, but <clears throat> the thing that bothered me the most were the body aches. Like it felt like my nerves were on fire. Right. I, I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't sleep. You know, that was the worst for me. Like, I, I wasn't really coughing, like I said. Um, and I was breathing reasonably well. And it was just, you know, uh, I it, it hurt. Like, I was hurting. And, you know, it, it, it didn't it didn't matter what I did, what position I slept in or moved to. You know, it, it just, it sucked. You know? And and I, I, I actually, I cried once because um, I was so exhausted. So I, I, I hadn't, I couldn't really sleep. And, and, you know, I just, I, I just wanted to be comfortable. Go ahead, Skid. That was never a problem for me. Um, all I, I 
would sleep like 16 hours a day. So, oh, damn. <clears throat> I don't, I got cut off earlier. So, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, we got the part where you said absolutely you lost your uh sense of uh smell and taste. Oh, but and I still really don't have it back, and that was six months ago. Oh, shit. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard that. Um, uh, there was a dude who uh, works on the studio lot that I work on, and uh, he came in uh, looking for a package that uh, uh, had been that he hadn't received yet, and it was because the package didn't have anybody's name on it. But uh, mm -hmm. he said he caught the Rona, and he didn't get he didn't get it nearly as bad, but uh, mm -hmm. he lost a sense of taste and smell. Like it was like April, like April when he caught it, and he's like, I'm I'm barely getting it back now. Right. He said everything yeah. like like coffee tastes like, you know, metallic. It tastes like it went bad and tea, too. I mean, so. I'm not really that upset about losing my smell. There's, a, <laughs> there's some things you don't want to smell. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, can you tell the folks at home what you do professionally now? Oh, yeah. I'm a, a registered nurse. I work with a hospice company. So, yeah, right I, yeah. I get. I get the opportunity to help uh, help people die with dignity and um, make whatever time they have left, uh, you know, as comfortable as possible for them. Palliative care. Yeah. End of end of life yeah. care. End of, yeah. Right on, dude. That's people, noble, man. That's noble. Yeah. People with a lot of you know terminal illnesses, but with what we were seeing with COVID. A lot of times with hospice, people would last weeks or months or years. Um, we had a guy on our service that was on for like three years before he passed. But with COVID, um, especially in the hospital, um, you know, these, these people were on ventilators, on breathing machines. And it, it was crazy because we'd excavate them. We'd take out their breathing tube and they would only last for like three minutes. Oh. And they were gone. Damn. Yeah. We'd watch them take these tubes out and these tubes, the breathing tubes are like black from the, the scarring and the damage. And yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. That's Man. And here's, the th and here's the thing that, um, one of the things that I wanted to address, because, you know, Joe, Joe may not want to take accountability for what he says. Right. Mm -hmm. And he'll say he'll say he was wrong. But he, he he doesn't seem to understand that, you know, he has a massive, massive, massive audience and that, you know, a large portion of that audience is probably what is going to take what he says as gospel truth, even though he's not a medical <laughs> professional. And exactly. what his audience and his audience isn't understanding is that, you know, uh, viruses mutate, they mutate. And the more healthy hosts they have, uh, the that's that's like that's like virus university. Right. Yeah. If a virus has a, a healthy immune system to challenge it. It will mutate to adapt to healthy immune systems. Whereas, you know, a virus, if it has unhealthy immune systems, it won't become better. It won't become as efficient. It's like it's like. Uh, you know, a community college versus, you know, PhD school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, you know, you can, you can go ahead and compare Joe Rogan to the same deal with uh, 
the uh, orange-colored dick skin in chief. (laughs) 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 I don't really think that a lot of... I think if he hadn't have been our president when this all started, there'd be so many deniers. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, he definitely didn't take a very proactive stance. Sorry? He's a cult of personality. It he's, is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's, uh, to me, he's he's a one half a step down from Hitler and Mussolini. And, you know, the funny thing is I'm actually a registered Republican. Same here. I'm a registered <laughs> Republican, too. <laughs> I, I know I don't sound like it on Facebook, but I am. <laughs> yeah. I, just can't, I, just, I just can't tolerate ignorance and bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I just cannot. I can't tolerate it. I cannot put up with it. I'm like, if you're wrong, and I know you're wrong, I'm going to point it out. Because <laughs> right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> right. Right. I got a couple of bands to prove it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know you aren't necessarily you guys aren't necessarily uh, believers in God. Um, and that, I'm okay with that. That's your choice. But um, I just think that for me to not care about this virus and to not, you know, take it seriously and not do everything you can not, you know, do what you can to prevent it. That's an unmoral thing. It's not the Christian thing to do. Yeah, uh, right, right. You know, yeah. um, well, uh, I, I will agree with you in that. No, it, it is uh, grossly immoral, you know, to uh, consciously do things that would, that you know, would harm other people, you know. Yeah. So whether or not you're, you're, you're Christian or Muslim or, you know, secular, you know, as we are. You know that right. I, I think all across the board that is you know like it's not a, it's not a thing you should be doing. It's you know right, I mean? right, and so it's like it's like you know if <laughs> let's say if someone comes up to you and says you know there are ten skittles in this bag, you know three of them you know will kill grandma if she eats it. You know you're you're gonna want to know what those three are. Exactly. You know. And, and and you're gonna want to prevent grandma from dying, you know. And so well, that's might want to prevent grandma from dying. Yeah, okay, well. and 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 he says he uh, he said he'd want he'd want to prevent grandma. Yeah, from exactly, dying. exactly. You know, and so like that is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not. And, and here's the other thing, right? Aside aside from you know being the Christian thing to do, uh, it's also the patriotic thing to do. You know, yeah. like like you're not you're not infecting you know the enemy. Right. These are your fellow Americans like who you may disagree, you know, uh, politically with them. But, you know, that they're they're no less American than you. They were born in this country just like your ass is. It's like it's like a brother. You know, it's like that brother. Country. What's that? Even if they weren't born in this country, they're no less American. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. So, yeah, that. uh it it is the patriotic. It is the Christian thing. It is it is you know the the most just just because you should just have you know. It's the, the, moral, the correct moral thing to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that it, it cover your face holes, get the vaccine, that kind of shit. I mean, it's just it's just it's just it just needs to be done, right? This isn't something that should be politicized, you know. Like, like I think that one of the biggest differences is is like there. 
uh, people aren't really seeing the, the the consequences of this virus, like you know, uh, firsthand because it's hidden away from us in hospitals. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it was a zombie apocalypse, there would be zombies in the street and people would move and act accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because they can see this thing. But the virus, I mean, you can't see a virus. It's so small, right? And then people dying, uh, they're they're hidden away in hospitals. Uh, they're not seeing what you're seeing, Skid, you know, uh, bagging bodies up and, you know, p- pull it, pulling out the ventilators that are like all black from their throats and the scarring and stuff. They're not... They're not seeing photos of that. They're not seeing live images. It's not being covered 24-7 like the Vietnam War was covered or how Desert Storm was covered. You know, yeah. people... So if they're not seeing it like that, then, you know... They're, it's not they're a reality not, for them. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a reality the normative, normative experience, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, and, you know, also you add in... We had, you know, at one time... Uh, and this was a problem in the entire United States. We were running out of ventilators to begin with, so. Shit. Man. Oh, like, yeah. Well, and let's, not, and let's, yeah, let's not forget that. I just read in India that on an article yesterday, they're running out of supplemental oxygen to give these people. In oh, India, in India, I heard that yes. in India, too. And see, that's mind boggling to me is like, you know, how do you like, how, right? So. Just, I would imagine there's a ton of uh, hospitals in this country, right? Everywhere there's there's any anywhere there, anywhere that, that there's some sign of civilized life, there's going to be a fucking hospital or a clinic, right? Yeah. And 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 to to say that we're running out of ventilators boggles my mind. Like that's there's that many people, there's 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 that many people getting sick. You know? Yeah, that's what the fuck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't wrap my head around it. Here's know. and here's here's a logistical problem that you know Maybe should make. A, <laughs> here's a logistical <laughs> problem that should make Americans concerned about India, and that India is a major source of uh, medical syringes to inject that we are going that we're going to need to give vaccines, right? Yeah. And if you think that the Rona stopped the economy in the United States, do you think it isn't going to stop stop the economy in India? You know, do you think it's not going to stop people from going to work in India? People who work at these uh, syringe manufacturing factories? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if people say like, oh, fuck India, I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know about you. <laughs> like, there is uh, a social. That's, like, that's a solid seven. Here. That was a solid seven. <laughs> <laughs> me like there are so many brilliant medical minds that come out of that country yeah Mm -hmm. some of the smartest people in the world are from india and i just that that's another thing i just can't wrap my head around right now is how can this be happening right uh it's it's uh i think it's that's yeah (laughs) <laughs> you really I, can't, I, you know, I would I would error. blame I would definitely blame hubris. Uh I would blame um science science illiteracy. because uh, mm-hmm. I mean I I don't I mean we get taught how viruses work in, in high school and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, how how do you how do you just dismiss that as you know, well, I'm never gonna get sick. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. That shit's gonna fucking happen. 
You know, mm-hmm. like I, I posted another video about where did the flu season go? And it's and I told him, I'm like, because, you know, we were all covering our face holes, washing our nasty ass hands, keeping our distance from our nasty ass selves. You know, uh, the flu couldn't the flu couldn't take hold. Right. <laughs> only six. It only six hundred. Yeah. Only <laughs> six hundred people were hospitalized for the flu last year, which is, you know, a 98 percent drop. And it's all because we washed our hands. Covered our face holes, you know, and kept our <laughs> fucking distance. Yep. You know, Blue's imagine like, if oh shit, if, they, they they put an audible, right? Don't need to play. <laughs> Don't work. Don't imagine if we did probably, that. Probably. Imagine if imagine if we did that every year. Imagine if we did that every year. The flu would would be would be a thing of the past. Oh, you know? but that's on American. You can't make me do that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you what, though. I'm gonna do my part every year from now on, and uh, I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on my face mask, looking like the Winter Soldier in the grocery store. And shit. Who would have thought? Who would have thought all those Asians were right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've got more experience with them though. Like they've had they've had a uh, they've had SARS before, so yeah. they knew they knew they knew what to do. The world's population can't be wrong. Mm. <laughs> right? Isn't yeah. There a comedian that says the same shit. You know, like, oh, you know, Asians, you know, like Asians are supposed to be the worst drivers. Well, I didn't know that. Like a majority of us drive like this. You're the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, was, he said, uh, like, was, was it Ronnie Chang? Was it Ronnie Chang? I think that it said is that? Ronnie Chang, yeah, because I think I told you about it. And I think, he, I think he might have a Netflix special. Yeah, but, he does. He does. Shout yeah, out Ronnie like, Chang. <laughs> he's got his you know, nice suit with, the, you know, with his comb over on him. Like, this guy's funny. This guy's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so. His his daily show segments though, he's a he's a, he he is not afraid of being an asshole. Oh man, dude. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, never, you know never stop being yourself. What's that? Never stop being yourself. Right? Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, like, you know, the the, the Sheen and the Homeboy show, the Sheen and the Homeboy podcast gives us an outlet to, you know, be our our ourselves turned up to eleven. You know, so it's uh, yeah. Well, well, see you how I saw you guys. What's that? Letting the rest of the world see you how I saw you guys. Oh, yeah, most right. definitely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Like, I think, I think the, the Navy was also an, another place where, uh, <laughs> where we, we were just pretty much ourselves. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, you're offended? Well, sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can't. Like, yeah, I'll you know I'll have uh, you know in in past like gatherings, uh, I'll I'll, I'll constantly get um, apologies. You know, like I'm sorry. Like you know, he's a little uncouth or she's you know she's this way that I am. Like, dude, I was in the navy. I've seen it all. Doesn't right. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <clears throat> oh yeah. It's like oh, it's yeah. like living dirty. Living living dirty will get you uh you know um immune to certain shit. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but not the Rona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh what is it? Uh it'll it'll make you immune to social ills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> social exactly, social ills. There it is. Social ills. So so yeah. Um I've been told many times in the nursing profession that Sometimes I'm a little, a little too rough around the edges for some people. <laughs> the kid's so. bedside manner is atrocious. 
right? Eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick a dick in your ear and fuck what you heard. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use that one now. I have to use that one now. You know, we're gonna, fuck I'm what gonna, you heard. Because you know, uh, this is this is what this is what Chino tells people. Is uh, he just? I think he told him right now on Facebook. Uh, was like. Uh, we're gonna make sweet, sweet love to your ear holes with our with our uh, voice dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I got the I got the text. I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, I think I think we're ready. So I I, I made that post this morning about like you guys are fucked because we're awake, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh man. So uh, can you can you demystify these uh, these these three different vaccines for us? Uh, since you you get you get all the inside intel on on these things, I'm pretty sure you've had to administer. You got you about like the government sticking little cameras in there to yeah whatever. They so, actually say that. Hold on. Oh they, yeah, yeah. People have so, said that shit. Oh yeah, I've heard. So, um, one of them, I wouldn't really call him a friend anymore, but they they're worried about the government being able to put tracers in them and like you already have a tracer it's called a cell phone i was gonna say yeah your cell phone your webcam even right um that's one of them um obviously you know there's moderna there's um pfizer those are the two big ones the the two shot series um both of them have like 90 to 95 percent efficacy um and I'm going to dispel another thing. Getting these vaccines doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. Um, there's nothing that's 100% keep you from getting it. The reason you need to get the vaccine is to keep from dying from it. And I don't think people understand that. And people right. are also worried about, well, you know, it only took um, 10 months to develop this vaccine. That's because they already had a base they already had a base mRNA vaccine like outline from when from when the first SARS mm-hmm. went around or epidemic. And um so I it's really best if you can get those two, but if you can't and or if you're not willing to and you just want to get the one shot, fine, go get it. Um it's still like seventy percent effective. Uh you know Seventy percent better than nothing. Yeah, um, as someone who I think the flu shot's only like forty or fifty percent effective because it's mutated uh, many times. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, was it? Isn't the flu shot like even less effective than these COVID ones? And we still go out like you know mindless minions and get get the flu shot anyway, just because you know it's the thing, it's the right thing to fucking do. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think I think it just needs the. And I think a lot of this just comes from um, we as a country, and I, I'll group myself into that. Um, I initially didn't have the best response to this. And, but being a nurse, and you know, I, I, I believe it. You, you can't work in the medical profession and not believe in the science. You just can't do it. Which which astounds me that there are medical professionals who do. Yeah, it's like I can't believe I work with some nurses that think Dr. Fossey is full of shit. 
Right. A man, a man who's been who's been fight who's been in six different presidential administrations and gotten the Presidential Medal of Freedom for his work in epidemiology. Yeah, he's right. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like that dude has forgotten more about viruses than I'll ever learn. I know. I called him I called him the Albert Einstein of, of virology in our time. <laughs> oh, but, but you know, uh Donald Duck, I mean Trump, um <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. I'm sorry, I was I was laughing too hard. What? <laughs> oh, I you just call him a liar for a year. Pretty much told the American people that Fossey didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, keep, you, keep, you, keep breaking, you keep breaking up with us. So, what was that last part? Oh, I was just saying it just, it just baffles me that people, people can't wrap their head around this. Yeah. Right. Now, I know. Um, as as someone who's been or who's had a COVID uh, uh, diagnosis, someone who's been you know who who had COVID, who had the, who had the Rona, would you still get the vaccine? One hundred percent. I already did. Nice, nice. Which which yeah, one did you get? I got the Moderna uh, vaccine, and you know, both times after I got the shot, I was pretty much laid up the day after. Um, mm-hmm. It's that's a small price to pay, right? It's yeah. be, it's better than dying. Yep. Right. <laughs> now, yeah. you said you were hospitalized uh, after you know, even after like when you weren't contagious anymore. Right. Um, you had and you had uh, pneumonia a few times. You said, yeah, um, twice. And uh, so, how is your life now? Like so so. Um, do you feel like you know? Do you feel any force of breath at all, especially because you're asthmatic? Like, do you think that so, you're 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 still? Go ahead. Pretty much back to where I was pre-COVID, um, but it's taken it, it's taken several months. You know, there was a time, even up only to about two months ago, I was having to do two, three, four breathing treatments a day. Oh shit. Yeah, just to feel like I wasn't sucking wind all the time. So, explain explain to the audience what uh, what uh, breathing treatments are. Uh, so there are several different types. Um, the most common would be the uh, albuterol uh, breathing treatments, um, kind of like an albuterol inhaler, right? An inhalable steroid. Um, yeah, and what it does is it. it they're designed to decrease uh, inflammation in your airways so you can get a deeper breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and these are like a steroids that they also give asthmatics? Yeah, yeah. So I also, um, they're, ba- they're basically like a liquid form of the inhale, and, and you breathe them in through, I, I guess it. What's the word I'm looking for here? It's a, it's this machine that pushes the oxygen through the tube and it aerosolizes the 
the, the medication that's in liquid form and you breathe it in. Okay. And you had to have three or to four of these treatments a day. Yeah, I was doing three to four a day at one point. Oh, how man. long did they last? Usually the, you know, like each treatment is how long. You like how long does it take to do it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, five to ten minutes. Okay. And I mean, you gotta, you're, you're pretty much tethered to the machine. So you gotta just stand there, sit there right next to it while you do it. Oof. Now, um, you, you had also mentioned earlier, uh, like blood issues. Uh, did you have, do you have clotting issues now? I didn't. Um, but, um, what, so they make you more prone to pulmonary embolisms, which are blood clots in the lungs. Um, mm-hmm. They also make you more prone. The COVID virus makes it more prone to get what's called DVTs or deep vein thrombosis, which is in like your extremities, your arms and your legs. So um, there's a test that they can run. It's called a D-dimer. And the D-dimer um, doesn't necessarily tell you if you're clotting, but it, the higher your D-dimer is, the higher your chances of having a clot. And um, my D-dimer was... Um, so I think anything above 300 is considered high. I was at like 2,500. Um, yeah, I I didn't have, like, I got lucky and I didn't end up having a clot anywhere, but yeah, yeah, it's been such a, a problem with people that have been hospitalized, you know, they end up having these problems. Um, and then they have to take, you know, if they do live, they have to take these blood thinners for the rest of them, li- the rest of their lives, and that by itself creates a whole nother issue yeah. because, you know, people who are on blood thinning treatments, you know, they could they could fall and hit their head or anything like that, and or fall yeah. and break a hip and they could actually bleed to death internally but, it's like yeah. have it's like being a hemophiliac almost yeah 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 well see um, the reason i ask the reason i ask about the whole uh, about the whole blood thing is you know it, it's uh it kind of goes home for me uh because wait you broke um, up there for a minute you broke up there for a minute chino uh, you, bro- you yeah, broke up there uh, yeah i, I said it kind of it kind of hits home for me uh because i i have blood issues um, but, um, it's, it's not clotting. I was actually hospitalized, uh, after COVID, uh, a few weeks after COVID, like I'd say about a month. Um, and, uh, it was, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't for anything COVID related, but I thought it was, you know, cause for, for that, for that week or for that, for that month after COVID where I was feeling like shit, you know, like it, it got worse because so I wasn't contagious anymore, you know? Uh, I wasn't coughing. I didn't have the body aches, but it, uh, it was like at, um, something was happening. Something was going on. Like I would, I would be laying down, I would be sitting down, and every time I would stand up, I felt faint. I felt dizzy. I felt like I was going to pass out. Stairs were a, a particular problem for me. It, it was bad, you know. And so um, I thought that I had. I, I looked it up. Looked at my symptoms, and you know, I did what you know, with the with the what most people would do. You know, they would go to WebMD or whatever the fuck, and they would, you know, they would play a uh, doctor for themselves. And, you know, I, I had this idea that I maybe I had post COVID POTS. That's a, a postural orthostatic uh, tachycardia. Yep. But um, 
Uh, and so, you know, for the longest time, that's what I thought I had. And I, 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 I would talk to homeboy a lot about it. I don't know if you remember. Yep, I do. And, and, um, and so, you know, uh, I, uh, I dealt with it for, I'd say about three or four weeks. And, um, it turns out it wasn't post COVID pots. It was something else completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually had, I had low hemoglobin. Like, so the only reason I found out is because I was, I was getting a blood test to see what my hormone levels were because I, you know, I thought it was that too, you know? And so I, I go in there um, and I get my, I get my results and I'm looking at the numbers, but the numbers don't mean anything to me. I'm not a medical professional. You know, I've, I've never had to look up, you know, these in the past. And it just said like, it just said low, like my numbers were low and it said abnormal. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that means. Sure, it's abnormal, but like, what does that mean medically, right? How 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 significant is that word and these numbers medically? You know, so um, I went to my doctor, and he looked at my numbers and he said, "You need to go to the hospital and get a blood transfusion now." What was your hemoglobin? Uh, six point four. And then when uh-huh. it, they, they tested it again, they tested it again in the hospital, and I was at six point two. And so when yeah. they looked at it, they, they, they took my. Say again. That's definitely why you couldn't breathe and why you were. Yeah. And so I was like, what? And, you know, and so they asked me, how long has this been going on? I'm like, about a month. Like, I didn't know because, you know, I thought it because I told him I had COVID, you know, and I thought it was all post-COVID pots. And it turns out it wasn't, you know, and like I was I was dying. Zero doubt that was because of COVID. What's that? I have zero doubt that was because of COVID. And for people who don't know what hemoglobin is, hemoglobin is the part of your blood that carries oxygen to the rest of your body. Yeah. Well, see, here's here's the the interesting thing is when they took my when they took my O2 sats, I was at 97 at the low. It was like 98, 97. They they took my EKG. They didn't they didn't tell me what you know because they 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 took it. They looked at the data. And it almost seemed like they they rushed me in right away, you know. They were gonna admit me already, but you know it's like they they you know they got more pep in their step. And then you know the trauma nurse who came in, you know, who was and was doing my my vitals and uh, not my vitals, but my because um, I had done all that stuff already. But he was kind of pretty much putting me up, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, she she's like uh, in in a very heavy accent. I don't know. I think it was Russian. But, you know, she she's like, you know, are you OK? Uh, what, what's what is con- what concerns you the most right now? And I was I was a bit confused because I'm like. Well. Aside from being a little short of breath, I'm actually OK. You know, uh, I'm, I'm here for a my doctor told me to come here for blood. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you broke up there for a minute there, Chino. I, I, well, I'm, we got uh, we, just, yeah, yeah. We got go you ahead. at uh, doctor told you to come in for a blood transfusion. Yeah, uh, and so you know, and she started asking like, "Well, are you are you feeling palpitations?" Are, you know, like she she was asking all these things, and I'm like, number one, I don't know what I'm supposed to be feeling with palpitations because I've never had them before. You know, so like, right. I don't know, I, I I don't know exactly how to answer that question. You know, and so they they test my blood again. They they took my blood. They test my hemoglobin. 
And like I said, it came back at 6.2. So they gave me two units of blood and, stayed, and I, uh, I stayed overnight. And um, so, yeah, it was, you know, it was like, what the hell was going on? Like, I was, I, I, I guess I was that close to dying, you know, because like, my mother-in-law is also a nurse. And, you know, she was saying, like, you're, you're this close to having a stroke or heart attack, so go now. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going. You know, everybody calm down. It's my body, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> and I, I, I agree with Skid that uh, I have no doubt as well that uh, what you were experiencing was uh, a post-COVID, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? I can't say symptom, you know, but. Complication. Yeah, a post-COVID complication because well, it's it affects your blood, right? But but to play to play devil's advocate though, um, because it's a very easy thing you know uh, role for me to play. Um, <laughs> I also, <laughs> um, I you know I, I also have uh, thalassemia. Um, that's a, that's a form of anemia, where um, say what? What's it called again? Thalassemia. Oh, I thought you could do with the yeah. in the erection. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your right. dick joke, ladies and, there's and gentlemen. Dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the burp, the burp and the dick joke. We can we can we can log off now. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I have I have thalassemia, and um, essentially what that is is there's something wrong with my red blood cells to where they're not very efficient at transporting uh, oxygen. Because there's a there's a there's a problem with the iron in my in my blood, and so uh, which actually with the way I bet it also has to do with the way your uh, um, red blood cells are shaped. Yes, yes, and that was actually the thing was um, my my red blood cells are smaller, or it's not. There's something about the shape of my RBCs that prevent it from you know, uh, being a more efficient transportation mechanism, I guess. So, so that's what it was. With sickle cell. It, it is related to sickle cell, yes. Because, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a form of anemia, like I said. And, um, and so, you know, I, all these things were happening. I thought it was related to that, you know. And I also had a, a GI bleed, you know, so... Like a I what? thought, like this is together as a gastrointestinal bleed. Oh, okay. Basically, I was bleeding out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, say what now? You were in the navy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like it's not gave us underway, right? Right. <laughs> well, but, um, I, I had. Uh, I, 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 and and so you know, like I thought like this this was it you know and so now it's not sure if it's GI bleed or if it's the the fucking uh, the Rona because you know it's it's all like this is where I need more research and more professional you know um, help I suppose in you know in figuring out like what what really happened is a reason for me these symptoms. You know, cause I'm I'm fine now. Like uh, I I can you know I'm back to my old like self I suppose. You know, so I don't wow. Know. 
Uh, is there a hot mic? I don't know, man. That's a good question. <laughs> I keep hearing. I keep hearing that sound too. Yeah, there's like a buzzing. Yeah, do you uh, hear it, Skid? No, not really. But I'm deep. <laughs> Let's we'll see to, here. We'll, we'll try to fix that in post. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that that my friend that my friend cannot be fixed in post. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know what kind of magic you think I have. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like Adobe Adobe Audition can only do so much, man. Living in California, right? Say again. You guys both live in Cali, right? No, I live I I live in Cali, and uh, Chino lives in Vegas, Nevada. So, how are the uh, the masking? Are like they're opening up and everything? Are they still requiring masks? Uh, I think in Los Angeles they are still requiring masks for certain things. Um. At least that's L.A. San Diego says has already announced that it's not going to follow the CDC's guidelines for uh, mask wearing. So it's just going to vary from city to city. Yeah, because here in Vegas, uh, masks are still required, uh, but there are whisperings of, you know, by June, um, everything's going to be kind of you know quote unquote back to normal back to normal uh I don't, i'm not sure what that means but you know i'm sure it includes the whole mask thing so um things are like opening up here in vegas slowly you know um and so like construction's happening again like a lot of construction is happening again um there are a lot of hiring events uh popping up you know um pretty much everywhere you go there's a now hiring or help wanted or whatever so like things are opening back up um how about in uh you're you're in kansas correct it's good yeah so how, there. there are 103 counties um here in this state and right now there are only three counties out of 103 that were, that have mask mandates uh, um every shit. other every other um Pretty much every other county here is—they don't require it now. With that being said, each business here can require you to wear it for entry. So I, I like mm. that that they're pretty much leaving it because most of these businesses are taking still the precautions they need um, to, you know, keep people from spreading. Yeah. Right. Now, I've been I've started seeing uh, news articles and headlines the, talking about how uh, COVID uh, victims who are dying in hospitals are starting to um, they're, they're they're starting to die at a younger age. You know, I've, like uh, I've too. what's that? I've seen that, too, that it's starting to affect um, like these new strains are starting to affect teenagers and preteens and you know what's interesting is uh my my oldest son uh he he has antibodies corona antibodies i mean because their mom also got the rona um 
and he also got sick. But my younger one, he doesn't have any antibodies with him or on him or in him or whatever. So I wonder how that worked. I don't know. Uh, you know, my my wife, um, she got quarantined with me when I had it. Um, and we were fully expecting her to get it, um, which, you know, that's a big worry because she has, um, she has, uh, you know, um, suppressant. She takes immunosuppressants because she has, uh, arthritis and she did not, get, she did not get it. Um, she never had the antibodies for it. So hmm, really. But she did take hydrochloroquine. <laughs> that's it. That's gotta be it. That's gotta be it. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. You know, it's 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 the only thing different, right? Yep. So, well, I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, like your wife didn't get sick. My young son didn't uh, didn't get sick. You know, so like, I wonder how that worked. I I look at a draw, I guess, right? Yeah, I've equated I've equated this uh this virus uh like like playing Russian roulette, right? Like you don't know what it's gonna do to you if you get it. Like you may experience, you know, no symptoms at all. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's a solid eight. Uh or <laughs> or or you'll or you'll die. That's it. It's like right. playing Russian roulette. Now what about what about um Okay, so I've heard I've heard people say, "Well, you can't get it twice," you know. But um, yeah. I've heard of people getting it twice. Uh, Manor James Keenan, uh, the um, vocalist for Tool and Pussifer in a, a Perfect Circle, he's gotten it twice, you know. And and he he kind of uh, there, there's at least one example that I know of. Like I, there's multiple documented cases, and that's. That's why even if you've gotten the virus, you have to get the vaccine because it's because it could kill you the second time. You don't know. Yeah. Now I've heard I've heard and seen headlines that the vaccine uh, prevents you from spreading it. Is that? I mean, I may be wrong about that. Uh, I don't think it's going to prevent you from spreading it. I think it's going to lessen the. It'll lessen the amount of which you'll be able to spread it. Oh, um, it'll 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 reduce the viral load that you will be expelling. Right. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Right. I know. Science. Now, shit. Crazy. Um, uh, Homo and I were, were were discussing this uh, earlier before you know before the the podcast started. Um, my wife saw this article of a reasonably healthy young man uh receiving the the vaccine and it johnson and johnson and, specifically and he and he got the stroke or he, he had a stroke he, uh, he, had, he had a stroke yeah so um my question I, is i knew i knew this one was gonna come up i was just waiting for it yeah <laughs> and so and so like you know it's it's one, you know, one case that we know of. That's not to say that it hasn't happened again or it's not going to happen again or it isn't happening currently, you know. And so what do you say to uh, the detractors who say, well, I mean, it, it'll cause this, it'll cause that. It could, you know, uh, is, is, is it safe? 
So what? Yes, it's still safe. The Johnson Johnson vaccine is still safe. They've started using it again. What mm-hmm. they found out, and again, this is science. It's crazy. I know people can't wrap their heads around it. <laughs> this was not related to the actual vaccine. What that was is it was a, basically a hypo rea- a hyper reaction, kind of like an allergic reaction to the vaccine itself. It was not so. It wasn't the vaccine that made it happen. It was an allergic reaction response. Okay. Well, so, how, how um, is that now? Now, how uh, can you um, can you explain the difference? Right, like the the vaccine not causing it versus an allergic reaction to the vaccine. Like, how is because so, people so, people people will not be able to uh, rationalize that in their heads. Rationalize it for them. So the 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 mRNA everybody's going crazy over that. It, that's not what caused it. it the 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 mRNA vaccine is not what caused it. What caused it was your body reacting to the vaccine, causing you to have clots. It's it's your body reacting to the vaccine. Now I had read that Johnson and Johnson's not mRNA, but your classic uh, "quote unquote" live virus vaccine. Well, it's. I mean, you're right, but it's not. It's not a live virus, really. It's, right, it's, right. It's they're not taking the virus and putting it in you. They're taking a piece of the virus that used to be alive. And they're putting it in you, so your bodies can make the uh, appropriate response if it gets it. Right. Wait, so what? So what you're saying is, it's not the vaccine, right? It's your body. You know, it's your it's your body's dumbass fault because it's trying to kill you. <laughs> those, those are your white blood cells. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's not. It's not the vaccine. It's it, it's your body. Something wrong with your body. Now, <laughs> it's your body, Aaron. Now the now the young person that we're talking about, uh, he had uh, high blood pressure and was yes, taking was medication for it, uh, and he, I'm pretty sure he wasn't taking a water pill, but he was probably taking statins, which can cause uh, blood clotting issues. Correct? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, there again, there have been studies that suggest if you the more comorbidities, the more um, the more medications you take for certain stuff, the more likely you are to have a rough time with COVID and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm like you know I take I take a blood pressure medication myself. So. Now is it a water pill or is it a statin? Oh, uh, it's a no. I take Losartan, so okay, it's not a water pill. Statins are for uh, cholesterol, too, by oh, the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't take either, I don't take either of those yet. Thanks, Satan. Yeah, Thanks, Satan, for that. <laughs> don't, 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 get in a hurry. don't get in a hurry. No, no, no. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can to, to stay as healthy as I can. You know, uh, of... You know, after I recovered sufficiently from this, you know, uh, 
hospitalization, you know, this fucking low blood volume debacle that I had. I was like, you know what? I I gotta I gotta do something. You know, like I'm tired of being tired of being fat ass. Not that I'm like fat, but you know, I'm I'm not where I used to be, where I was, you know, when I was training, you know. So um I, you know, made a conscious decision to just eat better go to the gym every day or at least do something active you know try not to stress about try not to stress about shit so much because i mean that that plays a factor too you know when you got all these things nagging you know nagging your head you know trying to draw your attention you know i try not i'm doing what i can every day to just let like not let shit bother me you know Mm -hmm. and so you know um yeah uh I, i think i'm doing a good job of it you know uh being a pothead certainly helps Cause let me tell you <laughs> that, that 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 ganja you know helps out with with stress levels. It helps me out with with my pain as well. You know, so being being from a conservative state, it's not legal here, mm-hmm. and uh, also um, being a nurse, I'm not sure um, they'd want us. Yeah. Walking around stoned, so. <laughs> well, just don't, 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 don't smoke or don't partake until after we're, you know, after work. That's it's yeah. easier said than done. I realize. <laughs> I'm definitely not against. Um, I'm not against the use of marijuana. Um, yeah. I think to be uh, legalized recreationally in the United States, I think they need to treat it like alcohol. Um, because you know, I've definitely seen in the hospital setting, um, uh, you know, morphine and all these other big opioid medications aren't controlling pain for like cancer patients, mm-hmm. um, and you know they'll end up they'll end up smoking pot or having an edible or or something, and it really just it it relaxes them. It takes away a lot of their pain. They actually have an appetite. So yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. To be to be Joe Rogan here for for a minute. Um, uh, have you tried CBD? Uh, maybe DMT. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to try DMT um, at some point, but I think I want to. I want to. You know, I don't want to go like the DMT route right away because I mean I, I've never tried mushrooms either. And so yeah, I like to. I like to do uh, psilocybin. So I might have to make a trip to Denver one of these days just to, just to do you know. Just to uh, uh, experience, you know, said uh, psilocybin. But yes, uh, I eventually like to experience DMT. I want to, you know, I want to see what Terrence McKenna and Joe and, you know, uh, all these people are talking about. I want to talk to someone, goddammit. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, whatchamacallit, I'll tell you how I would want to do it if I'm going to have like a hallucinogenic experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to go to, I want to go to Uncle Hank's reservation and uh, have a spirit journey with peyote. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hell yeah, dude! It's the only way to fly. No, I'm just kidding. Right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the spirit world. You dumbass! They can't see us. <laughs> Some young guns, baby. <laughs> I'd like to do that too. Yeah, actually, you know what? We should we we should plan some sort of you know spiritual shamanistic voyage with uh, Uncle Hank. That'd be great. Right? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, imagine just stories that we can come up with i know shit. holy shit dude <laughs> the uh the refrigerator's melting <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> all 
Oh man. Uh, so uh, let's see. We got anything else? Yeah. Well, so you went from operations specialist to uh, registered nurse. What? What? Uh, I guess. Wh- how did you make that decision to go from you know OS to uh, well? RA? So. And- so, you know, I, I never wanted to join the military as an operations specialist. My goal was to join as a corpsman. Um, but apparently, according to the Navy, my ASVAB score wasn't high enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is weird, because you're a nurse now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, so much you know, Uncle Sam. Right? Well, yeah. Oh, my God. The government was wrong. Imagine that. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. I had always been interested in being a nurse. Um, I had actually given sufficient thought to it when I was still active duty to doing uh, going into the nurses' course. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it was too chicken shit to do it. And um, I have a lot of nurses in my family, a lot of people in the medical profession. So I guess right. it was kind of destiny, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. Because, um, you know, I, I, I thought about, well, actually, I did go to nursing school uh, for a grand total of one semester. Um, um, and not, and I, I, the only reason I stopped is I couldn't afford it. I didn't have any money. Uh, wh- the benefactor that I thought I had was going to help me out wasn't able to do so. Uh, I ran out of benefits with the GI Bill. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay, time to do, do something else. You know, and so... Um, I had every intention, I had every uh, inclination to become a nurse practitioner. Like, that was my thing. You know, that's what I wanted to do. And at Homeboy and I had, we had discussions about what my specialization was going to be. And, you know, like, do you remember this conversation I'm talking about, Homeboy? Yes. Um, I, you know, I made a Facebook post about it, you know, like, uh, and, and, you know, he, he said some very funny and, you know, like, like distinctly Homeboy shit. You know, and it was just, you know, it was like, you know what? He's fucking right. Like, I, you know, I should go this route, this route because, you know, but anyway, um, how fulfilling has it been being a nurse? Best, best decision I ever made. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I'm very big, but I guess you can call it feeling, being selfish. Um, um, because I get a lot of, it makes me feel good to help people. So right. That's that's well, mainly see, why. I, I so it, it's interesting that you say I feel selfish because you make me feel good to help people, you know. But um, at this point, does it matter? Because ultimately, you know, you are helping people. So whether or not you're doing it for a quote unquote selfish reason of making yourself feel good, you know, the end game is still. I'm helping out people. Yeah. So that's that's why I do it. I just like, especially in my current job, I am a a case manager for a hospice company. So what I do, I go to people's homes that are on hospice. And basically I spend my time with them um, providing anything they need. Because a lot of our hospice patients are homebound. um, So they can't get out to even three blocks down the street to get to get their medication so we'll we'll make sure it gets delivered we'll make sure they don't run out if they're mm-hmm. need more pain medication 
if they need, you know, um, a nurse in, in the current job field that I'm at, um, is a lot of communication with other people, especially my aides. Um, and, and, you know, for all the, all the CNAs and home health aides and home caregivers that, that bathe patients and get them dressed and, and make their beds and do, we as nurses are only as good as our aides. And I, right. I, I really appreciate them. Um, their 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 work is really largely um it's not talked about enough um yeah and, and um a nurse is only as good as it plain and simple right here's on. my here's yeah i got i got a question i mean um to kind of deviate from uh the the subject we talked about talked about uh let's let's go off another dessert menu here and uh how <laughs> okay. has how has um, the U.S. Postal Service's hamstringing, you know, uh, affected medication delivery to your clients? So uh, we don't use the Postal Service. Um, they're not reliable enough. Um, right. Uh, we have, like the company I work for, um, they have a contract with a local, because um, we at the company I work for, we will see patients within 60 miles of the corporate office here. So, right. Um, and the, they have a contract with a local pharmacy, and that pharmacy will deliver the meds. Um, if it's if it's within 25 miles, 30 miles, if it's outside of that, then us as the nurses have to deliver it. Right. Which I see most of my patients two or three times a week anyways. Uh, right. That's really not that, that's really not that big of a deal. Right. How long right. have you been a nurse? Uh, so, um, I started nursing school in 2012 and graduated in 2014. So, okay. seven years. When did right you on. get out of the Navy? Uh, well, I got out in 2012. I don't, you guys were probably both out by then, but they did yeah. this, uh, yeah. Enlisted, they did what's called an enlisted review board. Uh, I was actually a first class. I was LPO. Um, I was uh, um, Aztec, um, and and uh, the, because I had a uh, NJP on my record, and um, I had also filled a PRT. The um the Navy said that um and I was in an overmanned rate. The Navy said I was no longer needed. So, God. So it, basically, it was just a perfect shitstorm of like unfortunate shit for you. Yeah, the oh, Navy yeah. just went. The Navy just went. Your services are no longer required. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'm breaking up with you later. Right. So for those people, for those people who think that you can't be laid off from military service, guess what? Wrong. Wrong. Yes, the fuck you can. Yes, the fuck <laughs> you can get laid off. <laughs> you thought you're going to Well, you know, I actually had the opportunity because when, because everybody in these rates, there were like, I want to say 20, 20 different rates that they were doing this to that were over manned. Um, and 
you know, I they gave me the opportunity to cross rate to this, this, and this, and this, and I was like, you know, I'm I've spent I've spent 12 years doing what I'm doing. I don't want to relearn a new rate. Right. So if you, I guess I'll just go. I'll just I'll just go against the odds, and if you kick me out, well then, bye. <laughs> that's right? just that's effectively what I did. Well, I mean, I didn't, you know, I I uh, I wasn't getting laid off. You know, I just kind of um, decided, you know, there are few things more satisfying than seeing your seeing your ship leave the pier and you're waving bye to it. <laughs> so it's like, you know what, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not to say that. That's not to say that my, you know, I I loved my Navy experience. Like it, it's, you know, it, I. I, I talk about it with a lot of people and, you know, uh, they're always surprised when I say like, I, I kind of miss it, you know, um, I, you're like, I why the, really? That's the what? I miss the camaraderie. Like, right. And that's exactly what I said. He's like, it's not the job so much. It's the people. I otherwise never would have met either one of you. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. We, we are all so different in like, we all did different jobs. Um, yeah, we had specialties like, like, um, like homeboy got to mess with fixing all my fuck ups, and, <laughs> and you, were, you were a grease monkey, so yep. I mean, I'm a, so there's, I have a one very uh prominent memory of uh an interaction between you and I, Skid. Uh, yeah. we were we were in dry dock, and and so. Um, the people who, you know, who I guess lived in the ship had a, a barracks room. And I believe you and I were in the, uh, out in the barracks smoke deck. Uh-huh. And um, we, I agree, yeah, we were smoking a cigarette. And somehow the conversation uh, w- revolved around celebrities and Monica Bellucci was being talked about. I said, I said, Something about like, oh yeah, Monica Bellucci, I do her again. And then you paused for a second because it was it wasn't just you and I, it was like maybe two other people. Um, and you paused for a second, you looked at me and you said, you know what, coming from you, I can believe that. <laughs> so like that's you know, and I'm always like right on, you know, and like in, in my head, I'm like, this guy's cool. You know, <laughs> so it's like that's my, my, my most prominent memory. So now old would say something to the effect of, man, I I drink five gallons of her bath water. <laughs> right, right. I heard I heard someone say like I would I would fuck her and eat the condom or some shit. I'm like, okay, all right. I, I guess we're going that way. You know? <laughs> like okay. Which is really funny because yeah. you know, if I'd have been in that conversation and you had said that I'd do her again. I'm like, mm-hmm. so he's eating your condom and he's drinking the <laughs> bath water that you, that you she and the, it, she's she's washing your sex off with. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're fucking filthy. It's just you know, it's there's no, no other way around it. Oh man, if, <laughs> if that was a corp, beings. if that was a corporation, We're for fuck's sake. We're sailors for fuck's sake. What do you expect? <laughs> right. If that was a corporation, we'd all be in front of the HR lady. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that was yeah that was, that was that was funny i didn't even remember that conversation or not kid but you know that always stuck out to me you know you know how much booze i've had to drink since then 
How many what? You know how much booze I've drank since then? I can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, right. I smoked a lot of pot since, so, you know. I'm, I'm surprised I remember. I'm surprised I remember shit. <laughs> kind of like, a, kind of like a, a half, what the half-baked said, like, marijuana affects the memory, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, it's getting about that time. I got to go get these ginger pigs. Right on. Uh, my little girls and shit. Uh, thanks, Kid, for uh, coming on the show. We truly appreciate it. Uh, yeah. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, inviting me. It's an honor. It's good to talk to you guys again. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 I mean, even though we have our conversations on Facebook, it's always nice <laughs> to get a voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you, guys, also, uh, if you guys ever invite me again, the answer is most undoubtedly yes. Awesome. 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 Um, thank you for, you know, the, all the insights that you've given us and everybody who's going to listen to this. Yeah. Know, all, all, COVID all, nine, and all being eight frontliner. people. <laughs> right. Right. All eight people. All eight people. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, I think, I think it's important to, you know, like, like, like Homeway was saying earlier, because, because, you know, not a lot of, of this stuff gets talked about, or at least, you know, it's not seen, right? Like you don't have people talking about, I'm, I'm putting, you know, I'm putting people in body bags, right? That's, yeah. that's not a, that's not a pretty sight, you know? And so for a lot of people that don't think about that kind of stuff. And so like to, to have insight and to have like firsthand experience with this kind of shit is I think important for, for people to know. So thank you for coming and, and, yeah. and you know, um, oh, I appreciate it. So, all right, we'll let you, we'll let you get to church if you haven't been there yet. Uh, and we're going to continue our uh, sacrilegious Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to drink some more coffee and play some video games probably. Right. You know, with, uh, with, my, with my son. So, yeah. Anyway. So, people, we're still in a pandemic. Spread the word. Keep your face holes covered. Get vaccinated because it's a patriotic thing to do. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Right. Like and subscribe. YouTube. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. And uh, push us like crack. Sharing is caring. Yep. Chino's working on some shit. So, you know, you'll, you'll see me on the YouTube channel soon. Right. Because right? right now it's, starting, it's, it's looking like the Homeboy channel more than the Chino it's a, it, and Homeboy channel. It's a Homeboy monopoly <laughs> at this point. But it's all good. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my stride. <laughs> right. Right. It's just, it's what happens when you're, when you're a pothead. Anyway. Um, yeah. We'll see you later. All right. Uh, Peace out. Late. Hey, fellow pirates, come and listen what I say. The captain is a tyrant and I no longer obey. I'm sick of taking orders from the madman in command. So let's drop him on an island and leave him in the sand. Because it's a mutiny. It's a mutiny. It's a mutiny. And now we're taking over the ship. It's a mutiny. Ship.